Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Welcome to our worship here at Trinity Lutheran Church in Tyler, Texas. On the second Sunday of Easter, we do encourage you to uh, download the worship guide from our website to follow along. It's got the scripture readings in it and explanations of the worship. Everything will be on the screens also. Again, a little bit, we try to blend our styles here today with some traditional hymns, a little bit of liturgy, um, but also hymns set in a more contemporary setting. Not the first, the first is so classical with a wonderful prelude while the candles are lit, then you sing, now all the vault of heaven resounds. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So let us confess our sins to God, our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. 
in the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who has begun this good work in us bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of Yahweh, for he commanded and they were created and he established them forever and ever. He gave a decree and it shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his saints, for the people of Israel who are near to him. Praise the Lord.
The reading for the second Sunday of Easter is from the fifth chapter of Acts, verse 29. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Theudas rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But it is, it, if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice. And when they had called in the apostles, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from the first chapter of 1 Peter. Verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. And this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Together, Alleluia, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from anyone, it is withheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, 
unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning, my friends. Oh, I really miss seeing you and giving you high fives and elbow hugs. And I just hope that you are having a great time at home. So we just celebrated Easter last week, and we're going to kind of keep talking about how we celebrate Easter through the whole year. But there's some stuff that happened after. I don't know, have you guys ever heard of this book called Ripley's Believe It or Not? And he has all these crazy things that nobody can believe, but they're actually real. So he began collecting strange and amazing bits of information, which although seem unbelievable, were true. Let me read you some examples of some of the things, the amazing things you will find in his book. So a man named Jesse Cook once had a chicken that laid a perfectly square, square, I can't even make a square with my hand, square egg. Now I've seen white eggs, I've seen brown eggs, I've even seen spotted eggs, but I've never seen a square egg. Have you? Yeah, I think I'd have to see that to believe it. And then there's another story. Joanne Barnes, who was a 15-year-old from California, she once swung a lot of hula hoops on her body at the same time. How many do you think she swung? No, close. Ooh, getting there. She swung 68 hula hoops on her body at one time. I can't even do one. I'd have to see that to believe it. Okay, here's, here's one I'll bet you didn't know either. How long do you think the world's largest hot dog was? You guessing? No, not, you gotta go up. It's pretty high. 3,000 feet. The largest hot dog was over 3,000 feet. And then that's not it. It weighed 885 pounds and it took 103 people to carry it. What? Now that's a lot of baloney. I would have to see that to believe it. So this book, it's filled with things that are really hard to believe. But do you know what? If it's true, it's true. Whether I believe it or you believe it or not. So today's Bible lesson, we're learning that, that when at the Sunday that Jesus rose from the grave, he appeared to all of his disciples. And one of the disciples, whose name was Thomas, uh, was not with him. When the disciples told Thomas that they had seen Jesus and that he was alive, Thomas said, I won't believe it until I put my finger in his, in his hands and feel the hole and put my hand in his side and feel the cut there. I'm not going to believe it. I got to do that first. 
So later that week, Thomas saw Jesus. And Jesus invited Thomas and to touch his, touch his hand and to touch his side. He told Thomas that, hey, this is real. I'm here. It really happened. And then you know what? Thomas believed. Jesus said to him, because you have not seen me, you have believed me. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet believed. A lot of people today won't believe that Jesus really rose from the grave because they haven't seen it with their own eyes. How many times do you think you have to hear something before you believe it's true? Seven times. It takes seven times for you to hear something before you believe it's true. And you know what? Whether it's true, whether it is, it is true whether or not we believe it or not. So you and I, we've never seen Jesus, but we believe. We accept him by faith through the Holy Spirit working in our hearts. We don't have to see it, believe it. We know it. So here's how we're going to end. Because we want to really know that Jesus is risen. Here's how we're going to pray. We're going to say it seven times, and then we're going to say amen. Okay, you guys ready? You got to say it with me while at home, okay? All right, here we go. He is risen. 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 Amen. Amen. Oh, my friends, I can't wait to see you face to face. I hope you have an awesome, awesome week. See you soon. Hallelujah, our Lord God Almighty reigns. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. 
The scripture for our meditation today is the Holy Gospel you just heard from John chapter 20. A couple of scenes that occurred after Easter morning. In the name of the risen Christ, let me begin by pulling back the curtain, as it were. Pulling back the curtain, a very sheer curtain, because you all know, I think, what's behind it. I'm going to ask our videographer, Terry, whom again we thank for her hard work, to zoom out, is that what it's called? Pull out and show the entire sanctuary here. You'll notice uh, one thing, obviously, there is nobody here except uh, Terry and, and, and me. You'll notice some other things that happen to be here this week. There is plastic covering the pews because we had some roof repair this week and couldn't get the plastic off in time for the recording. There is also some air drying equipment uh, placed around. We've moved out of the close-up scene because we had a water leak and it's being repaired. Do not worry. I'll let Terry pull back into me. The main thing is what I said first, however, that, that there are no people here today. There are even less people here today than there were last Sunday, and that shouldn't surprise us, because that always happens on the last Sunday or the next Sunday after Easter. My mother used a phrase I have never heard anyone else use. I heard it um, at least the first time, not too many times later from her. First, when I preached a sermon as a seminary student, coming home to my congregation in Prescott Valley, Arizona, also called Trinity Lutheran Church. It was the Sunday after Christmas that year. And yes, a number of people came to worship to hear the young student they had supported preach one of his first sermons. But the attendance wasn't that good. My mother pulled me aside afterwards as a former pastor's wife and said, Craig, don't worry about the smaller attendance. It is a down Sunday. A down Sunday. I've never heard that phrase from anyone else, actually, other than my mother. But it's an apt description, the Sunday after Christmas, after the big attendance on Christmas Eve. The Sunday after Easter, if we had gathered, this would have been a, a lower attendance today. It's a, a, a down Sunday. And dropping down is indeed what happens not just outwardly with worship attendance after Easter. It also happens spiritually. I think that's a lesson here from John chapter 20. The early disciples drop down in their spiritual strength, not only on that day, but afterwards. Simple little Bible study in the middle of this message today. You can see this comparing especially two of the Gospels, the end of John, here the fourth Gospel, John chapter 20, and Luke chapter 24. If you've got a Bible at home, you can pause the video and go get it. I want you to flip back and forth maybe and follow along. John chapter 20 and Luke chapter 24. Here in John chapter 20, we see 
after Easter, after Easter morning, it says clearly, on the evening of that day. So clearly it's Easter night after Jesus has risen from the dead in the previous verses here in this gospel, appeared to Mary Magdalene, that poignant scene where she doesn't recognize him, but he calls her by name and she grabs onto him. It is the evening of that day, the first day of the week, Sunday for us. The doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples then were glad when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, peace be with you. And then he commissioned them, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from anyone, it is withheld. Now compare that to Luke 24. You really need to begin in Luke 24 at verse 13. Again, after Jesus had risen from the dead, the angels told the women visiting the tomb. And then verse 13 continues, that very day. So it is Easter day. Two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. And then a long, I hope familiar story unfolds of these two disciples of Jesus, one named Cleopas, the other unnamed. I've always wondered if it was his wife. It never says they were both male, by the way. They encountered Jesus. He starts walking with them again, unrecognized. But when they invite him to eat, as he's breaking the bread, after he has opened the scriptures to them about all that had happened, their eyes were open, it says, and they recognized him. But then he vanished from their sight. So it's Easter evening now. They say our hearts were burning and immediately they rose. That same hour, it says, returned to Jerusalem, found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together. I know it says the eleven and you think in John 20, wait a minute, Thomas was missing. Uh, Judas had taken his own life. There were only 10 there, but that's not a contradiction or a mistake by the holy writers. We, we use that even today. If I say, I, I, I gave a report to the church council, and yet there were two members of the council missing, what I said still is true. I gave the report to the church council. These are the 11 disciples, though one is missing. And they say, the Lord has risen. These disciples say to them, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Remember that. And then they told what had happened on the road and how Jesus was made known to them. As they were talking, it's still Easter night, Jesus stood among them, said, peace be to you. Does that sound familiar? They were startled and frightened. John chapter 20 says they were afraid there. He shows them his hands and his feet. It is I myself, he says. There's an added note here. He actually eats a piece of broiled fish. He shares with them how this is all prophesied in Scripture. And then he commissions them that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed to all nations, very similar to what John recorded, forgiving sins. I don't think there can be any doubt that this scene towards the end of Luke 24 and this scene opening our section from John chapter 20 are the same, the same scene. But here's the point. The disciples, they knew that Jesus had risen from the dead. But still, they, they dropped down 
in their spiritual strength in other ways. John chapter 20 tells us the doors were locked for fear of the Jews, even though they had heard the women report to them that Jesus had risen from the dead. And even though, I will say from God's word, one of them had seen Jesus with his eyes. Here in John chapter 20, the 11, the 10 disciples are gathered. One of them had already seen that Jesus was alive. Did you notice that in Luke chapter 24? The disciples tell these two from Emmaus, the Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Sometime, the story's never recorded by God's word, sometime Easter afternoon, Jesus made a special appearance to Simon Peter. And understandably so. Peter, remember, when Jesus was on trial, denied him three times publicly, went outside and wept bitterly. He needed to see his Lord face to face, maybe in that most personal way, and to receive forgiveness and to be recommissioned again. But in John chapter 20, that means that he is there with the doors locked for fear of the Jews. Now, we don't know the group dynamics and what was happening. Perhaps Peter discouraged them from locking the doors. Nevertheless, they don't see the implications of the fact they know he is risen. He's risen indeed. I'm not pointing fingers at them. I point at me. For I do the same thing and so do you. Whether you are in church the Sunday after Easter and every Sunday, so often after Easter, what happens is we lose sight of the risen Lord. And the devil's own work is happening here. The resurrection of Jesus, I mentioned briefly last Sunday on Easter Sunday. The resurrection of Jesus means everything. He is the Son of God, clearly. His word is true. All that's in this book is dependable. Your sins are forgiven. He came back alive with the receipt of payment that he paid on the cross and most personally, it means you shall rise too. Jesus said, because I live, you shall live also. There is an answer for every problem, even death, even damnation in this risen Lord. And the devil wants to take that from your heart. Most of all, he did it with the early disciples and made them forget until Pentecost and the Spirit came into their hearts. You too have that spirit of Jesus. The answer to this problem is in this text and in the comparison of the Gospels here. How did Jesus address this? He kept appearing. He kept appearing. After he came out of the tomb, miraculously descended into hell to proclaim his victory, he appeared, he appeared, he appeared again and again, yes, to the women. The Gospel of Matthew tells us as they left the tomb, they saw Jesus, they fell down and worshiped. Maybe just a few moments later, to Mary here in John chapter 20, in the most personal way, calling her name as he does with you in baptism. Then to the disciples on the road to Emmaus, I out of turn forgot to mention Peter, sometime in there. Then to all the disciples here this first Easter night. Eight days later, our text continues to Thomas, who was missing, showing him his hands and his side. 
And later on, it goes on, Matthew 28 says, a mountain in Galilee where he gave the great commission. Even though it says some doubted, he appeared, go and make disciples. I am with you always. The next chapter of John, he cooked breakfast on the shore of the Sea of Galilee for them. 1 Corinthians 15 mentions he appeared to 500 people at one time. And finally and climactically back in Jerusalem outside the city on the Mount of Olives, blessing them, Luke tells them, promising you will be my witnesses. He was taken visibly from them in heaven. The devil is tempting you to forget. You look at the situation in our society now and it causes fear amongst many people of sickness, even death. People are struggling with income, relationships, just change in general. And above all, Satan wants you to forget the risen Jesus. There are problems in churches. If only we would remember the risen Jesus. And you may be facing particular pains, persecution, these early disciples did. They remembered the risen Jesus. And he will see you through. He appears to you. Oh, not by your eyes, but in the word, in the sacraments. As you remember your baptism, I said last week, you're buried with him and raised with him. You see the risen Jesus in those waters and in that word. Soon, soon, very soon, I pray again together at the table of the Lord, the real body and blood of Jesus appears, known by faith and always in this word. I do again point you, if you don't have it, to our devotion book, Portals of Prayer. Come by the building and we'll hand one through the car window if you don't have it. I notice Thursday's devotion, quoting Romans chapter 8, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And the writer goes on with great words saying, what, what ill or harm can happen to me? Nothing can separate me from God's love. No weapon hurled against me can prevail. I am a devil-fighting, mercy-spreading, gospel-sharing warrior. The devil knows who I am, and he hates me, but the one who is inside me is greater than the one in the world. The victory is won in Christ. I am more than a conqueror. Our mission is clear. Let's live our lives in the glow of Jesus' resurrection and the certainty of a new creation. That's what happens after Easter. Easter continues. I will tell you, it is not technically the Sunday after Easter. If you have the worship guide at home, you see the title. It is the second Sunday of Easter. It's still Easter on the church calendar. It is for a full season every Sunday. We say it's the Lord's Day, the day of resurrection. Again, every day as you remember your baptism, every moment you breathe in the spirit of the risen Christ, it is Easter. And he appears with his peace, 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 with his forgiveness of all your sins, with his power and promise of glory, indeed, with his appearing. That's what happens after, during Easter. Amen. Please join in speaking if it is the confession of your heart the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. 
he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You will note at this point in the service, if you are holding the worship guide, it is the moment for our offerings. Indeed, our, our physical prayers come with our verbal prayers and prayers of the heart. Of course, through this medium, we cannot gather our offerings. Again, we remind church members, as you are able, as the Bible says, uh, share your offerings, either mailing them, dropping them by the church office, perhaps if it's ready on our website, even online. We thank you for your faithfulness. Let us join our hearts in prayer and then the Lord's Prayer. Hear us, merciful Father, as we pray for ourselves, for the church, for our nation, and for all conditions and manner of people. Risen Christ, keep us from doubts and fears that cripple us and prevent us from knowing the fullness of your resurrection, your saving peace and gracious presence. Teach us to live in your presence through your word and sacraments to trust you with all our hearts, bodies, mind, and strength. You, who was crucified for our sins, raised for our justification. Lord of lords, counsel the nations and their leaders in the paths of peace and justice and caring for all. Bless us with wise, faithful, just leaders who will protect life, defend us against all enemies, and work for the health of all, especially in these trying times. Lord of love, teach us to love one another as you have loved us in the midst of this pandemic, especially guide us so that in our neighborhoods and communities, places of work, amongst our families, we may manifest your love as well as your strength Deliver us from all that would threaten our homes and families. Protect the police, firefighters, disaster relief workers, medical personnel who attend to us, as well as all the places where we live and work. God of comfort, give your aid and relief to all who suffer want or need, to the sick in their sufferings, to those troubled in mind, to those facing death or grief, especially today we hold before you the family of Frank Johnson called to glory one week ago Friday. Be with his wife Katie and his entire family assuring them of the glorious reunion in the resurrection. Dwell with them and hold them in your caring arms. We pray, O oh Lord, for Steve Harms, making decisions about cancer treatment. Bless him and those who care for his physical needs with a knowledge of your will, strength to endure what you allow, and as you will, your healing hand. Indeed, heal and sustain all on our prayer list, all in our hearts, according to your gracious will, and preserve them in faith to eternal life. O God of compassion, bless us with the good gifts of the earth, the fruits of our labors, kind and generous hearts. Accept the worship of our hearts, along with the offerings we bring as a token of our gratitude and thanksgiving. Open our eyes and hearts to the needs of all, that we may serve them in your name. Blessed Savior, hear the prayers of your people. Teach us to trust your will to answer our prayers with all that is needful and beneficial for us and for all for whom we have prayed. In your name, O Jesus.
Amen. And Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Please join in singing our final Easter hymn, an old Easter hymn done in a contemporary way. This joyful Easter tide away with sin and sorrow. My love, the crucified, has sprung to life this morrow. Had Christ who once was slain, not burst his three-day prison, our faith had been in vain. But now is Christ the risen, the risen, the risen. But now is Christ the risen. has lost its chill since Jesus crossed the river. Lover of souls from ill, my passing soul delivered. Had Christ who once was slain, not first his three-day prison, our faith had been in vain. Christ arisen, 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 but now is Christ arisen. My flesh in hope shall rest, and for a season slumber, till Trump from east to west. Shall wake the dead in number Had Christ who once was slain Not first his three-day prison